and welcome to Sacred Stories, a podcast by the Office for Christian Leadership, Vocation, and Retreats in Campus Ministry at the University of Dayton. Sacred Stories is hosted by Reverend Dustin Pickett, Elizabeth Montgomery, Megan Crowley, Rachel Bell, and myself, Mike Bennett. Join us every other week as a member of the UD community shares how their story intersects with a reading from a sacred text and encourages us to explore that same intersection in our own life. everybody, I'm Anna Kopsik and I am so, so, so excited to be today's Sacred Stories guest. So um, today I'm going to be talking a lot about God's love and finding security in God's love in really uncertain times. But before I get into all of that, here's a little bit about me. So like I said, my name is Anna Kopsik. I am from Hollywood, Florida, very far from Ohio, I know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I am a theater major and an unofficial theology double major. We'll be adding that on soon. Um, some fun facts about me are that I am absolutely obsessed with both cats and coffee, and I went to the Marianist High School in Florida. Um, some ways that I'm in campus ministry are through Catholic Life, through the Marianist Leadership Scholars, the Chaminade Scholars, and hopefully many more ways in the future. So, like I said, today I'm going to be talking about finding God's love, God's perfect love, agape, which is one of my favorite Catholic vocab words. I'm going to talk about finding agape in the crazy and uncertain times that we all go through. So, before I share a quote that means a lot to me, I'm going to give a brief little introduction to my story. So, throughout my life, I have had so many crises in my faith. I have converted and deconverted. I've rejected and welcomed God and I've run away and run towards. And in this COVID pandemic era, there is still uncertainty. And I would say that there is a huge amount of uncertainty and lack of security for everyone. But for me, the one thing that has kept me grounded is God's perfect love. And even though my faith is changing to this day, changing drastically, and I'm learning more about myself and God and how to reconcile the two, I'm comforted by the fact that God will always perfectly love me. But sadly, this was not always the case. Before I continue, I'm going to share my chosen verse with you. It's 1 John chapter 4, verses 9 through 11. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. So those verses are, it's, they're an amazing and perfect example of God's perfect love. So right here, we see that we have so much biblical evidence that God loves us and cherishes it, cherishes us, excuse me. So what causes us to just 
throw this out the window sometimes? What causes us that in moments of pain and suffering, we let go of God instead of run towards him? For me, that moment was the realization that I'm bisexual, which is a label that I am still debating with and coming to terms with, but for now, bisexual. So through all of the years of my Catholic education and upbringing, I had received a lot of explicit and implicit messages that this was just not okay. From chastity day in middle school where marriage was clearly defined as between a man and a woman only where kids called every single dumb thing gay and through all of this the one question in my head was well why would god make people born gay if they couldn't do anything about it you know the catholic catechism says that you know what people are born this way you are born this way but then you you can't do anything it just it didn't make sense to me. And I was, I was mad at God. I, I really was because why would he give me these feelings that I interpreted to be such, such a burden? I mean, I I would go to school and sit in my theology class and I, I just felt dirty. I felt like a sinner. I would stand in front of a group of people during campus ministry meetings and feel like, like a total hypocrite. Because how could I be a leader in the Catholic Church when I felt like the farthest thing from a good Catholic? All of this was not only because of my new discovered identity, but because because of this, I truly felt like God didn't love me or that he didn't love me anymore. So I'm going to take a brief psychology tangent to explain some of this. So if you know anything about psychology and attachment styles, you might know about the anxious and secure style, which is what I have. This means that in relationships, I can go into really anxious spirals where I feel like the other person is mad at me or I'm annoying them or they just don't want to be with me anymore. And this is kind of constant. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've texted my boyfriend asking, are you sure you still love me? And I thought that this would only be reflected in relationships with my friends or my parents or my boyfriend. But this has absolutely impacted my relationship with God. I was ignoring the first John message that I shared with you guys in the beginning. I was ignoring the first John and the Psalms and the Gospels. And I was hyper-focusing. I was hyper-fixating on the Leviticus. I was so anxious about everything about myself, my identity, my relationship with God, my future as a potential wife and mother, that I couldn't step back and look at the whole picture. You know, you can't just text God and say, God, do you still love me? You know, you have to go by yourself and look and search for the truth. And so because of all this, I decided to just reject it all. Like I said before, I ran away and run and ran towards. And this was my period of running away. I would just disassociate in theology classes and I stopped going to mass and all of these things because in my mind, if God was going to hate me, well, I was going to hate him. And after rejecting God and religion for a period of time, I had this intense realization that I wasn't happy even though I was living every part of my life the way that I wanted to, I had never been more anxious or depressed. 
So I decided to return, and I returned, and I ran back towards God and religion. And I knew that it would be hard. I knew this. But now that I had let myself cry and mourn and go through the different stages of grief for the person that I was before, I was ready to move forwards. I I dove back into faith, reading my Bible, going to Mass, knowing that when, not if, knowing that when I would struggle, I had God with me. I know now that no matter what I feel in my life, God is on my side. Like it says in 1 John, he sent his son to save us. He sacrificed for us because he loves us. And I know now that when I would beg God through prayer to make me straight, he didn't answer that prayer and do it because he created me like this for a reason. Why would he change something that was wonderfully and beautifully made in his image? And why would I try to change or convert myself, knowing that this is true? The stage of my life that I'm at right now, I want to use my struggles to do better, to help other people. And I think that's a really common um, idea that people have. You know, I've been through this. I know what it's like. And now I'm going to help other people who don't have a person to go to. So where I'm at in my life right now, I feel called to ministry. <laughs> I feel called to minister to people in the LGBTQ plus community. I feel called to tell them and witness to them and tell them, hey, I, I still identify this way. I am still proud of who I am because I am. I am proud of the way that God created me. And I want to go to all those people who may have been in the same place that I was or in an even worse place and show them the amazing love and the unconditional and perfect love that God has showed me and shown everybody. So as this podcast comes to an end, I want you all to know that God loves you. It doesn't matter if you're mad at him or you think that you're that you've sinned too much because I I promise you haven't. He's waiting with open arms and listening ears to welcome you home. And I so look forward to being home with all of you. So to everyone listening today, have a blessed, blessed day. And thank you so, so much for listening to today's Sacred Stories podcast. I had an amazing time coming here and talking with all of you guys. And I hope to see you all soon. Have an amazing day. Bye. And as we come together in prayer, let us first pause and remember and feel the love that God has for each and every one of us. This is a prayer attributed to St. Anselm of Canterbury. O Lord, my God, teach my heart this day where and how to see you, where and how to find you. You have made me and remade me, and you have bestowed on me all the good things I possess, and still I do not know you. 
I have not yet done that for which I was made. Teach me, Lord, to seek you, for I cannot seek you unless you teach me, or find you unless you show yourself to me. Let me seek you in my desire. Let me desire you in my seeking. Let me find you by loving you. And Lord, let me love you when I find you. Amen. Thanks for listening to Sacred Stories, produced by Campus Ministry at the University of Dayton. Our theme music is by Scott Paplow, Campus Minister for Liturgical Music. We give a special shout-out to Riley Harrington and Sammy Niewoner, undergraduate assistants in the Office for Christian Leadership, Vocation, and Retreats, who support the work of this podcast. We invite you to rate and review us wherever you may be listening to this podcast so that it's easier for others to find. Additionally, please consider subscribing to our podcast so that you might receive notifications of when new episodes are released. Our podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as our Campus Ministry website. We hope this and future episodes help inspire you to explore the sacred experiences and intersections with your own life journey. If there are ways we can support and accompany you in your journey of faith, please reach out to us. You can learn more about Campus Ministry on our website, udayton.edu slash ministry, our Instagram, which is at udcampusministry, and our Facebook. Check out our videos on our Campus Ministry YouTube channel and our upcoming events for undergraduate students on 1850. Peace and God bless.